Hey, welcome back to the Amazon Book Club. My name's Austin Hanna. I'm Ganesh Sarma. Hey, it's me, Shane Burklow. And this week, we're reading a book called Dying for Dinner Rolls, a Georgia Coast cozy mystery book one. Cozy. Another cozy mystery by uh, Lois Lavrisa. So this book, I, I've already forgotten the name. What is it? A, dining for Dinner Rolls. Dying, for, dying dinner for Dinner Rolls. Dying? Dying. Oh. For rolls. Dining for Dinner Rolls would be a, a tepid affair. <laughs> so, uh, oh, there's murder. Yeah, I would presume, or maybe natural death. We don't know. Could be suicide. If you haven't listened to this podcast before, what we do is we read free ebooks on Amazon Prime. We read the first page, the 25% mark, the 50% mark, the quarter or the three quarter mark. 75%. I don't know why I switched Percents, baby. Don't know why I switched it halfway through. It's a mouthful every time and I don't like it. And then we read the last page. So five pages of every book. And we use that to determine whether or not the book's good or bad or worth your time or if we should call the police. Do we even do that? I feel like we just end it and we're like, eh. I forget the premise halfway through the podcast every time. So, Ganesh, how about you rip off the synopsis and let us know what this book's about? Catherine Cat Thompson Thompson. has been held at gunpoint, stuck in a burning dumpster, chased out of a grocery store. Wait a minute. Caught impersonating a police officer and almost run over by a wayward vehicle. Now that's a bad day at the store. That's just her Tinder profile. How's that for the for her first day as an amateur sleuth? Oh, it is her first day. (laughs) Bad. Yeah, that's a bad start. You did really poorly. Yeah. Uh, Maybe find another line of work. With her friend Annie May, Cat investigates the brick paved, oak lined streets of Savannah. Ooh, Savannah. To catch their friend's (laughs) killer. But it's anything but smooth sailing for these self-appointed detectives. Can they catch the killer before the killer gets them? Mm. Or will their first case also be their last? Oh! Since this is book one of a thousand in the cozy Georgia murder mysteries, whatever, then I'm going to guess she succeeds. There are so many of all of these books. Have you noticed that? The amount of words written is just too much. I have an idea. Yeah. I think Jeff Bezos has like a machine learning thing. It's just churning out these books. You think these books are automated? Like yep. those weird YouTube videos? Yep, this is it. Oh man, that actually wouldn't be a bad idea. Why don't we do that? If we've made a robot that just wrote garbage books and then put an interesting title on the front, I bet we can make some money. It's the first official Amazon book club conspiracy theory. Oh man. What an episode to join us on. Well, I think that this book sounds like a piece of shit probably, but I'm willing to give it a chance. I think maybe I'm coming in too negative right off the bat. Should I, I be positive? No. <laughs> Don't trust the machines. You're sticking with the, you think that a machine wrote this. Yeah. This I is think a, I'm going to go through this book and point it out to you guys. Okay. I can't wait. So I think that should we jump in? Is this it? Should we read this book? Let's dive in. Dying for fucking dinner rolls. <laughs> All right, let's jump into it. The first page of Dying for Dinner Rolls. Chapter one. When are you due, sweetie? A petite gray-haired lady asked me as I bagged her groceries. Mind your own business, Grandma. Um, I'm Um, not. I ain't. Oh, she's not. You called it. She's just fat. I looked down at my shirted belly. Andrew, my husband, handed the customer her credit card slip and chuckled. If she's pregnant, she's going to have some splaining to do. Oh, dear. Uh, what's that voice? Oh, what's the accent? Is that a Ricky Ricardo? <laughs> it's like a Georgia Ricky Ricardo. Ah, ah, what a take. The lady signed the slip and passed it back to Andrew. Is that so? Cat's my wife. Andrew gave the grocery bag to her. After two sets of twins, I visited the urologist. Two sets? of tw- How did you say twins? Twins. Twins. <laughs> <laughs> this is here. problematic. Yeah. Just like what the robots want is. Yeah, but he's not white. He can make these voices. Right? That's how it works. I don't, think I so. don't know. I don't know the rules. I jabbed Andrew in his side. Sometimes he had no filter. Wait, this isn't first person. We never write or read. Read first person books? Yeah, we don't. Let's see how this plays out. All right. Cat, the lady asked. Catherine Alice Thompson, I replied. Everyone calls me Cat. The lady took her bag and turned to me. Wait, so Catherine Alice Thompson, so cat is her initials. It's not short for Catherine. <laughs> but it's also, it works both ways. Mm. Mm, I think it's implied that it's working one way. Is it written in three large capital letters with periods between? Cat, like a robot? <laughs> no. Oh, well, never mind then. The cat 2K? 
four, six. Yeah. Sorry I implied you're fat, I asked. Oh, no, dear. I, you couldn't be more than 100 pounds. The lady waved her hand. And I just love this health food store. It's so lovely. She's going sarcastic in the other direction now. No, you're like 100 pounds, right? She's like, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. I am large. I'm much not. Thank you. I called after her as she exited the store. I smoothed down the poofs in the shirt. That's it. I have to stop wearing this billowy top, even though it's all the rage. This style only looks good on six-foot-tall, rail-thin models. Not normal-sized people like me. Andrew kissed the top of my head. Ooh. It is weird to hear you say it as if it's yourself. <laughs> the first person's throwing me off. Someone someone could take this audio, recut it, and make, make me sound pretty weird. You're glowing. That's what I'm sure she meant. And tasty, too. Yeah. Tasty. Yum. Huh? I asked. He grabbed a lettuce leaf stuck to my bright yellow apron with our store's name on it. She's a wreck. (laughs) (laughs) Sunshine Market. The name came from the song, You Are My Sunshine. Ah, that's where it came from. I don't know that one. Not just from the general idea of sunshine, huh? How's that one go? You steal my sunshine. Yeah, by Lit. Nope. Len. Len. Lit. No. Len. Len. The Canadian Lit. Lit. Len. Lit. Whoa. Which was my parents' wedding song. Lit? Yes, Lit was this lady's parents' oh. wedding song. Andrew asked, Cat, can you straighten the display while I put the new register tape in? No problem. Wait, so they work at the store? Yeah, they work yeah. together, husband and wife. Do you think they own the store? No, I guess so, right? I thought they were patrons. No, 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 they work there. Husband and wife? Yeah. Together? Bus- mixing business with pleasure. Oh, well, I don't know about that. If you will. Yeah, probably nothing pleasurable about this marriage. No problem. I tucked my shoulder-length black hair behind my ears and got to work. Hmm. A few minutes later, a police officer walked past our store and nodded to Andrew and me. I turned to Andrew. You know? Fuck cops. (laughs) 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 The police still haven't reopened the case about that night, and they just hired a few new officers. Maybe they could look into it. You know, new eyes on the case. Mm, a, A town small enough to notice when they hire new officers. Yeah, I grew up in a town like that. Oh, yeah, down on Cowshit Road. Yeah. Damn. I never knew what it was like to be from a podunk little two-horse town like that. Well, let me tell you all about it. Yeah? After, let's do this off air. All right. Andrew knew what that night meant. The night my dad was killed. Ouch. Whoa. That should have been the name of the book. Actually, all of my friends knew what I meant. (laughs) Actually, all my friends were killed. Everybody was killed. It was me. (laughs) What I meant when I said that night. Two months ago, while my dad worked late and alone at the store, he'd been shot. <gasps> By whom? The, mur- the murderer. The murderer shot him, I think. After my father's death, Andrew, knowing how much work there would be once my dad died, had decided to quit his job as an architect to help my mom and me run the family business. What a saint. I think Andrew did it, trying to sneak in on that mom. My mom still did the bookkeeping and accounting for our Savannah, Georgia organic health food store. I get it. It's in Savannah. Uh, maybe it was big grocery. Big, big big grocery lobbyists took him out? Yeah. Yeah. It was he was Bezos too- lobbying for a Whole Foods location. <laughs> yeah. Came in, did the deed himself. He was too close to the truth. Jeff Bezos looks like an assassin. Jeff Bezos looks yeah. like if you were to kill someone, he would uh, just send out a bunch of like those like little micro drones. He looks like the kind of guy who hunts humans for sport. Yeah, he looks like a supervillain. Like the, the greatest game. What's that called? The uh, the greatest game, I think. Oh, okay. The world's most dangerous game. Good thing I'm reading the this game book on a... The games. On an Amazon Kindle, and we're reading it on Amazon Books. Yeah. And this podcast is called... <gasps> whoa, whoa. Uh-oh. Don't you... Jeff Bezos <laughs> Book Club. Jeff Bezos. Jeff if, they, Bezos <laughs> if Amazon ever gets in touch with us to change it, we That's, should just call it Bezos Book Club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's can't totally stop that. It. Yeah. My yeah. name Bezos, named after my cat, yeah. Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> it means kisses. <laughs> named after, been no. alive much longer than Bezos me. sounds like the name yeah. of like a dark lord, like some kind of uh like devil's minion. Like yeah. Snoke. The yeah. Jeff is just there to distract yeah, us. Yeah, he was like, I'm I'm the eternal uh demon Bezos, but you guys can call me Jeff. <laughs> That's like if it was if it was George Voldemort. Yeah. Well, do they ever say his first name? Uh I think Voldemort is a name kind of like Madonna? Oh, it's just a, <laughs> a single name guy. <laughs> yeah. All right. No, he has a name. It's Tom right. Marvolo Riddle. Let's not get into. We're that. getting in the Jeff, way. Jeff, if you're listening, 
Uh, disregard everything we just said. Please sponsor our show. And pay your workers, you fucking fat capitalist pig. I had worked at the store practically my entire life. Now, though, I found it difficult to spend a lot of time there. Memories of my dad were tucked away on every wooden shelf lining the walls and on every inch of the reclaimed heart pine floor. Nice Some, floors. A lot of wood. Sometimes I thought it's I organic. smelled his old spice cologne lingering in the air. My dad was a 15-year-old boy. <laughs> my dad stunk really bad. My dad wore axe. Ah, and sometimes I hear of my dad's toots <laughs> from days past. As an only child, I was hit hard by my dad's death. Oh, I thought you were just going to say by my dad. <laughs> He's a hitter. Oh, he was from a different era. <laughs> my mom still grieves. We had a beautiful oak paddle. Kids were tougher then. Saying she would never love another human being as much as she had loved my father. Although she mourned, she rolled up her sleeves and got back to work. She said she had to honor her husband's store by keeping it successful. Work distracted my mom from the loss of her husband. Really harping on this. Yeah, right. Dad's dead. Let's move on. We get it. Whereas my grief manifested in the form of my determination to catch his killer. Oh. Andrew rang up a customer's groceries, the beep sounding as each item crossed the skin. (laughs) Whoa, there's the beep. Andrew rang up a customer's groceries, the beep sounding as each item crossed the scanner. That's all I got in me. <laughs> Shane's got to go. I can't will it. <laughs> a, few mo- a few moments later, the customer left. Andrew turned toward me. Honey, I know how much this hurts you, but I keep telling you the police did all they could. What happened to your dad? was a horrible tragedy. Mm. The police did it. Probably. You know, I can't let go until I have answers. Do what you need to do. I'll support you no matter what, but I'm afraid you'll just keep opening old wounds. <laughs> Me and Shane are upset by this voice. What? Is, who is this? Is this Andrew? This is Andrew. Okay, good. I, well, it's better than what it was. This is an anthropomorphic grandfather clock. <laughs> is what it sounds like to me. This is the little device that scans the groceries. <laughs> hey, are you I up loved, there? I loved it when you read the groceries on my uh, face. Oh boy. I scanned them. Yikes. And people paid for them. <laughs> it happened two months ago. It happened two months ago, not two years. The wounds are not that old. Plus, the killer could still be lurking around. This is a fresh murder. Mm, body's still there. You're safe now, Andrew said. We'll catch anyone doing anything with new surveillance cameras and security system. I just wish we'd had all that earlier. Maybe that night wouldn't have happened. Yeah, probably. You'd still be alive. Andrew gave me a hug. Best offense is a good defense. I wish she were still here, too. I kept thinking... And maybe if I'd stayed late and worked with him rather than him closing the store by himself, it wouldn't have happened. I took a deep breath, (gasps) replaying the what ifs in my head as I had a million times already, thinking that somehow I could undo the events of that night and he'd still be alive. Tough stuff, Uh, man. Real tough. So, she's pretty close to the case. Yeah, she's about to crack it. I can feel it. Also, yeah, she shouldn't be the one uh, investigating this. So leave this to the authorities. To who? The police. Oh, yeah. They got more bodies on the ground got, to figure it they out. They got more people on the squad to figure it out. But you know what? Maybe unload a couple clips on the corpse just to make sure he's dead. Yeah, I mean, this is sad. I feel bad for her. I have got a feeling she's going to figure it out. But then what happens in the rest of the series? That's a her question. Her dad's still dead. Oh. Then her mom dies. <laughs> yeah. Well, they can still kill the mom, the husband. Andrew. I think Andrew did it, honestly. It could just be the voice I gave him, but I'd really, he sounds really guilty. Now remind me, who's the guy who quit his job as an architect? Andrew. That's Andrew? Yeah, I think he did it. Yeah, he's mad. He's got the motive. He doesn't like the design of the store. He wanted the family that he never had. So he killed the man, the dad, and uh, saddled up with uh, the mom. If you kill the dad, you are the dad. Yeah, it's like the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Or Highlander. (laughs) Whenever you kill a man, you legally become his children's father. That's the law. Does Tim Allen actually kill? He does because he startles him. Yeah. That's murder. Yeah. And then he doesn't even like call the police or anything. Well, he does like just disappear. I mean, that's still call the police. If I found a dead body in my yard and then disappeared, I'm definitely calling. I bet there's DNA. I bet there's like fibers. Well, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right, let's jump ahead now to the uh, 25% mark. Right. It should be. Should we just jump to the end too? We could just do the end. I don't care. We make the rules. Yeah. But, you know, for the sake of continuity, let's just go ahead to the 25% mark.
mow. You gotta sit down and mow it. Put your pedal to the metal and mow that grass. After we got a riding mower, my dad started doing it because he really liked it. Wow. It's fun. He was finally living a little. He would put a straw hat on. Oh my God. Mow that lawn. And Anthony Krishna out there, revving. Pulling G's. Yeah. If you kicked it up to the, there was like, Seven speeds. Yeah. The first speed was tortoise. And yeah, then the seventh rabbit. A rabbit. If you go into the rabbit. You guys have the same riding lawnmower? Probably. They're all, they're all the same. Is it a deer? A John Deere? No, we didn't have a deer. We had a knockoff John Deere. It looked this it was like the same colors as a John Deere, so from far away it looked like one. Ours was black. It Whoa. Was, it was like a sweet whip. Menacing. You were like the Dale Earnhardt of lawnmowers. Yeah, we had spinners on the rims too. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh let's get back into the podcast here. Uh the twenty five percent mark of dying for pleasure <laughs> i wish dinner rolls oh that's pleasure synonymous the next morning i felt groggy butter them dip them what else do you do with them what do you dip them in soups butter <laughs> i've never yeah. dipped my dinner roll in a soup i must confess never put a little tomato soup on there uh no never, don't grilled cheese dunk grilled cheese dunk the dr Dinner roll. You put you put cheese. <laughs> you put cheese on dinner roll. It's basically it becomes garlic bread. I suppose that's true. I don't do that. Yikes! Butter jam on garlic bread. No dinner rolls. Dinner rolls. We've gotten way off track. Can you read the damn you book? Ass. <laughs> read the book. Read it. I felt groggy. I tossed and turned all night thinking about Lucy. Who is Lucy from Lucy. Peanuts? I got a loose cigarette. Oh, oh really? Well, since it was Saturday, my 18-year-old sons, Teddy and Timothy. <laughs> my two 18-year-old sons. My twin sons. Or not. Yeah, probably. Well, they must be. <laughs> Unless they were just born. I guess they could have been born within the same uh, 12-month period. I, I believe I, since I'm the first person here, I disclosed in the first section that I do indeed have twin boys. Oh. oh good memory. What are their names? Ted and Tim. Teddy and Timothy. Why not Timmy? Oh, they, it's they, Timothy. They choose their own names. Excuse me. It's Timothy. Ugh. Left early in the morning for their jobs. Teddy's more casual. Timothy's more of a formal boy. Theodore and Tim. I don't we, like that either. TT. We lived in the Victorian district. T-Bone and T-Dog. Close to downtown. T-Squared. So they either skateboarded or rode their bikes to work. Well, that's ripping cool. At my husband's and mom's insistence, I was taking a day or two off from the store. They had not been thrilled when I had told them that Annie May and I were launching an investigation into Lucy's death. <laughs> it's like official now. This isn't just a casual investigation anymore. She's taking time off. So someone else died. Lucy died. Correct. Oh, okay. no. Daddy and Lucy. Daddy Lucy? No. I don't Lucy remember. Daddy? Lucy didn't exist in the first section we read, right? That wasn't no. a person we got to know. Might be a friend or a, another town's person. Perhaps an acquaintance. Perhaps. And a, a customer. A pet. A total stranger. Could be a pet. Ooh, could be a dog. But they supported me and knew I was too stubborn and would do what I felt needed to be done. My five-year-old daughters, Nina and Nancy. Oh, that's right. She's got two sets of twins. It's two all sets of twins? It's all coming back to Get me now. Get the fuck out of here. That husband is shooting the opposite of blanks. Whoa. He is overloaded with sperm. Gross. But you know what? Two sets of twins. It's like dinner rolls. <laughs> it is. I, you know, maybe that was intentional. You think that was a little uh, subtext from the author? Yeah. Sure. Can't have just one. That's what they say about dinner rolls, right? But you no. can't eat just one. What they really say, they bite into me and go, and twins, or and rolls. Oh, man. And you should cut in right now with and twins. And twins. Nah. Well, we're spending the weekend at my sister-in-law's beach house on Tybee. I packed their beach gear and overnight bags before slathering sunscreen and kisses on them. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my. Ew, you're staring at me. Stop it. <laughs> Just kissing big splotches of sunscreen. After dropping off the girls, I picked up Annie Mae and we grabbed a cup of coffee at a drive through while we planned our day. Annie Mae sipped her coffee. Whoa, bitter. <laughs> Needs way more sugar and a few more creams. Oh, boy. Yeah, I remember my first coffee. <laughs> hey, I forgot to tell you, I'm going to be a guest professor at UNC Chapel Hill. They have a great actor training program and have asked me to help out. So this, she's an actor. Uh, yes. A, a, a thespian. A sadness overcame me. North Carolina? What's going on, Kat? You look like you lost your best friend. 
I like how you're reading Annie Mae as a big crass asshole. She's loud. <laughs> yeah. But she's an actor, so that checks out. Yeah. They're all loud. Mm-hmm. No quiet. They're all extremely confident. My mom told me she's taking the girls to Korea and now you're leaving. Whoa. Somebody's Korean. Is this like just a fun trip or are they Korean? Because I did not envision that. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, does it matter? I don't but know. Right now, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, maybe it reflects poorly on me since this is in Georgia. I, I just assumed they were assumed. white. Of course, that they were Korean. <laughs> you know, yeah. a famously uh, Korean section of Georgia. Savannah, Georgia, Korean capital of the U.S. Mm. Did you know that there is a small three or four block area of Jersey City? And that area has more Indians per capita don't than anywhere else yeah. outside of India. I knew that. I didn't. I don't know anything about Jersey City. Old news. <laughs> Old news. No, because that's like the town when they, something about 9-11. Do you remember that? No. Something happened. Took a dark turn. No, they were like. I thought we were having a fun conversation about the demographics of Jersey City and now it's all 9-11. No, they were like blaming. um, Indian people on 9-11? Something like that. Boy. I don't know. Missed the mark. They didn't do it. I don't think. Did they? Nope. We didn't. Never anyway, came. something happened with that uh, neighborhood. Boy, oh boy. Know. Don't. Uh, sorry to our Jersey City listeners. No, no, I'm not sorry. Oh. It's nothing bad. It's other people. Like, other people judge Jersey City unfairly. Yeah. I swallowed hard. I'm feeling out of sorts. Like something bad will happen if everyone leaves. Now listen here, cat. Keeping people under your nose is not going to prevent anything bad happening to them. Didn't you tell me that your parents took your boys to Korea when they were five? Multiple yes. Korea trips. Somebody's got to be Korean. That's all I'm saying. And they had a great time, right? Or are they just casual fans of Korea? Korea sounds great. I'd go to Korea once, not twice. Why not? What if you fell like in love with it? <laughs> the food, the mystique. The mystique of Korea. I don't know. Seoul seems like a big, like wacky metropolis. I mean, yeah, I'd go. I'm not saying I wouldn't go to Korea, but I'm saying if you're going multiple times, then you're Korean. <laughs> If you go somewhere three times or more, you're that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Why not? Man. I mean, if I went to France three times, I'd be like, well, I'm French. I'm you're French. right. That, no, that would be strange. I wouldn't say you're French, but I'd be like, oh, that guy's I'd be like, au revoir. Got a real thing for France. Yeah, right. It would be more than just a, like you take a trip somewhere once just to see what it's like, feel it out. Second time, years later, maybe as like a remember when a nostalgic trip. Third time, it's like, what's your problem? Yeah. <laughs> why, why do you keep going there? Why are you coming back? Are you breaking the, the law there and coming back here to live your life? Do you have a second family? That's what I'd think. Where, where's, have you ever vacationed somewhere more than once? Atlantic City, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> so technically. What's wrong with you? But the, yeah, fair enough. That's a, that's a good question. Well, you've been to Las Vegas a bunch. Yeah. So you're a Las... Las Vegas. I've been to India the most. Las Vegas. I've been to it, but that makes sense. And guess what, buddy? You're Indian. <laughs> it checks out. The shoe does fit. The math works. Huh. Interesting theory, guys. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, interesting theory, guys. And they had a great time, right? I nodded. But that was that was another time. Things have changed now. It's all different. Annie Mae placed her hand on my shoulder. No, it's not. What's happening here, I think, is that you are still blaming yourself for your father's death. And you are transferring all that guilt and overprotecting those close to you. Wow, that was deep. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, a sarcastic burn. I grinned. I minored in psychology. What didn't she do? I don't know. Is that what she's teaching? Yeah, oof. Oh, ah, damn. Never had a black coffee. I know that. Ah. So where to now? Bet she's never had a cold brew. Oh, yeah. A nitro. (laughs) Do you guys get that? Yeah, it goes in in Paul Walker's car, too. You like the CBs? Mm, I don't know anything you're saying. What is a CB? Cold, cold brew. brew. No. Yeah. What I do I is get I, it. I make hot. Is it just coffee you just cool down? No, it's you make it cold. That's why it's called cold brew. You make it cold. Brew it cold. What I do is I use the, sh- the shitty Flavia machine at work. I make hot coffee. Then I put it on ice and then it melts all the ice and then it's just like lukewarm half coffee. That's awful. Yeah. That's what I drink every day. <laughs> it kicks me into high gear. I don't like iced coffee. Makes me shit. I like my coffee scalding hot. I don't care if it's 100 degrees outside. I still want some hot fucking coffee. No, 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 no. Yeah, you would though. Even when it's freezing cold, I drink cold brew. Do you? Yeah. You don't drink hot coffee ever? No, I try not to. Oh, we got real opposites here. It doesn't make my stomach feel good. 
None of it makes my stomach feel good. That's not the point. You don't drink coffee to make your stomach feel good. I just don't like hot drinks. I like um, I like a cold brew. You don't like hot chocolate? Nah. <sighs> Keep going. I, I can't. Let's move out of this. <laughs> so where to now? I drove my silver SUV. The air conditioner blasted, blending the smell of our fresh coffee with the bubblegum air freshener chosen by my girls. Gross. <laughs> also, you're getting really weirdly sensual. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, stop talking about the girls. I've been thinking about this for a while. Bert killed Lucy. I just know it. Oh. Annie May poured a few sugar packets into her coffee. Annie, lay off. Jesus. And then used a red plastic stir stick. Wasteful. Just he has it. an alibi. Fishing at James Cone's Lake Home in North Carolina. Yeah, right. But I, I still think we should double check Bert's story. It's fishy. I chuckled. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. But the way he was flirting with that redhead at Lucy's wake, it's just not right. Oh, dear. Something is going on with him. And Rude. We need to figure it out. No flirting at my wake, please. My wake is going to be like a lot of fun. Yeah? Yeah. What's going to happen? I don't know. That's up to you guys. Oh, you just think that we're <laughs> going to bring the fun. And also, you're going to die before us. All right. Hey, I'll have a party at your wake. Yeah. That's I'll dance on your damn grave. Do it. I drove east on. I'll make it special. To a dance floor. Oh, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Buried under the dance floor. Just I as want, I always knew Shane would be. <laughs> <laughs> I want my grave to be a dance floor. That'd be cool. For all my friends and enemies to dance on. That really will bring some people together. Yeah. Finally, Shane doing something good for the world. I drove east on Duren Avenue. Lucy told me Bert was taking Viagra. She suspected that he had a lover. No, but what if he just took it for fun? I was just taking it to masturbate. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I have trouble getting it up, so I take Viagra every time I uh, crank one out. Sorry, folks. <laughs> he also wears a condom, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bert is uh, trouble. Yeah, he sounds like a sociopath. Let's go to James's house. I'm looking it up right now. Annie May tapped on her iPhone. <laughs> take the left on Bull Street. What do we say to him? I emerge into the left lane. That'd be a good burn, by the way. What? You're taking a left on Bull Street. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh-uh. You better not. You better do a Yui off Bull Street right now. <laughs> I ain't going left on Bull Street with you right now. <laughs> no, sir. Uh-uh. You think I just fell off the turnip truck off Bull Street? <laughs> I don't want to sound rude or nosy. Let me handle it. Annie May dumped three creamers into her coffee. Annie May. Annie's not even. She doesn't even have coffee at this point. It's just cream and sugar. Several minutes later, we pulled in front in front of our destination. Parked and climbed out. Ready? Annie May asked. I'm all tingly and jittery, probably because of all the excitement about sleuthing. Uh, I be think the Annie gallon May of sugar and milk is dressed head to toe like a detective right now, and she has a gun. Oh, really? That's what I'm picturing. Huh? She's a wild card. You think? Yeah. I pictured her as being very large. Yeah. I think she's wearing just like a large nightgown because she has no other clothes. No, she's she's very large. She's tall. I'm picturing like a a white Medea. I was thinking like uh, an extremely large Kathy Bates. I think she's really into this detective stuff and she's like super dressed up like a detective. I hope so. I think it's from all the sugar you've had. Ah. My kids get that way too. We walked in the sunny, muggy morning. (laughs) You're a child, Annie. The 80-degree heat promised a blistering afternoon. 80, that's that's it? In Georgia? That's like nothing. That's winter in Georgia. Yeah, this is December 31st. I felt my skin frying. Happy New Year. As my hair clung to the back of my neck, Annie May pushed the door buzzer. The green door opened and a bald man with tiny eyes and a hunched back greeted us. Bezos? Whoa. He looked like a mole. Sounds like me. (laughs) It's Shane. (laughs) What are you ladies selling? Nothing. We're friends of Lucy Valentine. <gasps> no, you ain't. I haven't heard that name in 30 years. I stuck. I didn't do it. Slam. I stuck out my hand. Runs out the back door. I'm Kat Thompson, and this is Annie Mae Maple. No shit. I think I remember seeing you two at Lucy's funeral last week. James shook our hands. He led us into his house. <laughs> Hell of a funeral, that one. <laughs> oh, boy. Beautiful service. <laughs> Good dancing. Good dancing at that Nice spread. Smelling of beer and mothballs. The living room was dark, cool, and decorated with fishing memorabilia. Bachelor pad. And a mounted head of somebody that looks suspiciously like Lucy. It's not Lucy's head. 
head. That's a big mouth Billy Bass. <laughs> a stuffed fish sat on the hallway table. Well, there you go. I began with, I'm really sorry about disturbing you, but we wanted to. Annie Mae interrupted. Find a liar. Ooh. Ooh She's a bad cop, huh? Right off the bat. <laughs> Jean, James's mouth fell open for a second. Oh. I shot Annie Mae a look that I hoped said, behave. Oh, what Annie Mae means is that we love Lucy, want some closure about what happened to her. <laughs> oh, gotta love him. <laughs> She's like, no. <laughs> well, <sighs> ah, good Lord. What Annie Mae means is that we love Lucy and want some closure about what happened to her. She killed herself. No. Oh, James walked into a sitting room. Sound pretty sure of yourself. I didn't do it with that gun. We followed. She killed herself with my shotgun from a dozen yards away. <laughs> Whoa, listen here, Jimmy. Annie Mae got in his face. That's our friend you're talking about. Please show some respect. That's Annie Mae's voice? Yeah. Damn. Sorry. And it's James. He moved away from Annie Mae and stood looking at fishing trophies on the fireplace mantel. I don't know what I can do to help, but I have a few minutes. What do you need? Annie Mae picked up a trophy. Well, it would be nice if you could tell us about the fishing trip you were on the day Lucy died. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Uh, the trip. James studied his thumbnail. We were up at my lake house in North Carolina. Who went with you on the trip? I asked. Two buddies. James looked at the back of his hand. A thumb and a knuckle. <laughs> Honestly, pretty believable names for Georgia. Yeah. I remember Lucy saying Bert went with three of his friends. So that would mean a total of four. Ah, math. James now said it was only two plus him, three. Who were they? Smitty and Guy. Smitty and Guy. Smitty and Guy. Those are pretty good fake names. That's great. Guy. Guy. Yeah. Oh, my buddy Guy. <laughs> and my know. guy buddy. <laughs> James said, no one else? I asked. Nah. James cracked his knuckles. I got right in front of him. Eye to eye. My kids could not lie if I looked them in the eyes. Well, this, but this guy's not your kid. No, Bert. James <gasps> ran his fingers along the edge of the mantle. I mean, uh, yeah, sure, yeah, there, there are four of us, yeah, including me and Bert, of course. Oh. Oh, yeah, I forgot to add Bert. This guy crumbled immediately. Whoa. First place, huh? Annie Mae read the trophy in her hand. James, you're quite the sportsman. And I got another first place a week ago. James picked up a folded newspaper on the end table and handed it to me. It was the last page of the North Carolina Times sports section <laughs> dated a week ago. Statewide, huh? Wow, big, big stuff. <laughs> Two guys I didn't recognize wore fishing vests and waiter pants. They must have been Smitty and Guy. They stood next to a <laughs> grinning James. Oh, yeah, these two guys. That, that must be Smitty and Guy. Wait, what could he possibly be getting a trophy for? Fishing of some sort. Biggest fish yeah. of North Carolina. They stood next to a grinning James who held a fish by its tail. The picture credit read Rex Mallard, staff photographer. Annie May looked over my shoulder at the picture. That's a huge fish, I said to James. He puffed his chest out. My biggest trout yet. I ate it. Good job, James. <laughs> That's a great catch. Way to go, buddy. <laughs> Annie May tapped the paper. But where's Bert? I don't see him in this photo with you and your other two friends. No, this must have been when he was uh, cutting off Lucy's head. Oh, uh, we used her as bait. He uh, he took the picture. She's missing eight of her fingers. James mumbled. He didn't take the picture. The photo credit says Rex Mallard did. Ooh. I oh, damn. Look caught at him. that journalism. Caught him in a lie. A He's fine. like, fake news, fake news. <laughs> a fine sweat formed on James's nearly hairless head. You believe the mainstream media? <laughs> <laughs> that ain't me. That's MSM. <laughs> His upper lip quivered. He grabbed the paper out of my hands and then took the trophy from Annie Mae. Time to leave, ladies. That's the most obviously guilty man I've ever heard Bert of. wasn't with you, was he? I stared him down. James broke eye contact with me and walked down to the room into the foyer by the front door. I don't have time to talk to you and answer your stupid questions anymore, ladies. Ooh. And I think I t our time here is done. Whoa, so James is... Uh... Definitely did it. Or at least helped conceal it, 
I think Bert, Bert maybe did it. Bert. Bert's the guilty guy. I still think what's his name? Arnold did it. Andrew. 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 Yeah, I think Andrew's killing out here, killing everybody. But I mean, we're only that was the quarter mark. Is that right? Was that the halfway mark? Quarter. I wish it was the end, but beggars can't be choosers. Hey, we've got a lot more to read. Ooh. So stick around because we're jumping to fifty percent right now. We are zooming on in to the 50% mark of dying for dinner rolls. Where are the dinner rolls, Mm, by the way? Good question. Maybe they're at the end. Is that all they sell in the store? It's a dinner roll store. Organic. Farm to table. Annie Mae leaned on my SUV's hood. Free range. Gluten free. She took a finger. Torture free. And touched the bottom of the letter B. Cage free. Ethical. It's written in lipstick. Pink lipstick. A bell went off in my head. Bert wears pink lipstick. (laughs) Could it be the same used on the note found next to Lucy's body? Is Bert the one with the Viagra? Mm, Yeah. All right. (laughs) Bert's the guilty one. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So wait, we're finding out a crucial detail. There was a suicide note next to Lucy written in pink lipstick. But who has pink lipstick? Maybe Lucy. Maybe not. It's not a suicide. No, it just it's well, the it's le- just a note. It's says, the letter B it says, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> it's the letter B, like a clue, like a, somebody left a hint." Ooh, Damn. what could it mean? Mm. Uh, Maybe spelling out a word with his murders. But it's Bert. Bert. The R was hard to tell. But <laughs> clouds rolled in. A crack of thunder <laughs> sounded. The humid air smelled earthy and sweet. Mm. Annie Mae took out her phone and began to snap pictures of the windshield. I fobbed my doors open. What are you doing? Fobbed? Fobbed? Yep. Fobbed. How do you fob a door? Oh, a fob. That's what the little thing on your keychain is with the buttons, right? But who says that? I don't know, but I think that's what that means. Who uses it as a verb? Uh, Her. To fob. Yeah. It works. I fob. Yeah. Fob you. Taking pictures just in case it rains. Annie Mae pointed up. It's getting dark. Good idea, but I think it'll take more than rain to get that off. Should we call Jose? Annie may open the passenger door. I will. I got on the driver's side and hit speed dial nine. Jose Damn. answered. Still rocking speed dial. Are you stuck in another dumpster? Whoa, good voice. <laughs> ha. The auto from the Simpsons voice. Yeah. Ganesh occasionally breaks out. Also <laughs> punctuated with these my, haunting laughs. My range is very limited. I've got you got like six. I've got characters. dude from the twenties. Yeah. I've oh, got auto. Yeah, I've favorite. got like dumb Boston guy. Yeah. I've got uh, standard Southern voice male. Standard Southern voice female. You have a real like um, delicate woman voice too that you do that, that I also kind use of doing, for kids. Right, yeah. yeah. Man, it's and, actually, he, and then you have like the little like weasel <laughs> nerd kid. Yeah, you're like the little goober. Yeah, I'm actually and, not sure why you're down on yourself. This is a lot of voices. You week, do a lot. We introduced fat vampire voice. That's you right. Did. Fat guy voice is a pretty inspired one. Yeah, like exhausted. He seemed real voice. tired. Um, which I can relate to. And you do like an Italian one too. Yeah. Whenever we take on the mob, mm. everybody does an Italian. Very similar to my Boston bro. Weird. A little bit. Haven't noticed that. Ha. Huh, no. To Annie May, I said. He wanted to know if we were stuck in another dumpster. (laughs) 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 Funny. (laughs) Annie May buckled up. Back on the phone, I got serious. So listen, Jose, somebody vandalized my SUV. Ooh. (laughs) Jose asked. Somebody wrote, back off, Bert, on my windshield. Back off? Like a threat? Now, the way you said that is it back off comma bert or back off of bert like i think leave it's bert alone ladder. It's back it's off like, bert yeah no but you you're saying it like back off bert you're like, saying like you're directing it at bert like you're saying hey bert back off where it, it's more like back off bert. back off of bert 
Back off, Bert. No, that's I'm wrong. I'm just reading what's on the page, man. Oh, boy. Well, read it how I think it should be. Yeah. <laughs> Back off, Bert. No. Close enough. Whatever. Back that's off, wrong. Bert. Back off, Bert. That's what I'm thinking. With what? Jose asked. Pink lipstick? Lipstick? Whoa. Does Jose know what's going on at all? Did Does they it, just pick him up? Was he asleep? Yeah. What? Where's <laughs> Lucy's dad? <laughs> Someone can wash off, right? It's not permanent. Yeah. No. That's right. But Annie, Annie May took pictures of it too, just in case. Nothing else is wrong with your vehicle? No, I'm sure just the message referred to Lucy's husband. Yeah, I guess that too. Jose asked. Wait, Bert and Lucy were married? Unclear. I think they were. Hmm. Do you need a police report? Should I file one? If you need an insurance claim. No. For lipstick on the window? <laughs> Let me file the claim for that one. But I do want proof about the message written on my windshield and for someone to take a sample of the lipstick just in case it proves to be useful later on. Sounds like two things you could do. An officer will be there shortly. Sit tight. Oh, Jose is like working 911. What's his job? <laughs> He's the dispatcher. Wait, speed dial. Yeah, speed dial nine, nine. one one. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't get much faster than that. Yeah, that's that's speed. Unless you put nine one one on As speed, your dial. speed dial. I'm calling nine one one all the time. I just made it nine. It's easier yeah. this way. Yeah. Saves me precious time. Five minutes later, a squad car pulled up. Smart. Five minutes. A skinny, fresh-faced officer walked over to us. Hey, are you the dynamic duo that was in the burning dumpster? Jesus, he's got a weird reputation in this town as being in a burning dumpster. We're celebrities. Annie May grinned from ear to ear. Annie's got her moment. So that happened within the pages we've skipped as they were trapped in a burning dumpster. I guess so, yeah. Man, would love to know how that happened, but it's against the rules of this podcast. We'll never know. Nope. What do you think happened? I think that they were rummaging for like coffee grounds and stuff to just like eat because they're hungry. And then they <laughs> toppled in and, and then they... Light the fire in this town because it's full of trash people. So they just were like, that was next up. Like, you know how they just burn barrels of garbage. I think the murderer saw them getting into the dumpster and he, oh. they were like, ha, ha, ha. And then they lit it on fire. Oh, I assumed it was with just a an gun. Accident. They were, whoa. All right. I assumed it was an accident. I figured this town just had tons of burning garbage in it. Not uh, Savannah. Oh, right. Sorry. This is the. This isn't North Carolina. No, this, this is, is Savannah. Savannah. This is a gentleman's town. Is that what all we're reading there? Yeah. Okay. Well, I honestly don't know what happened in that chapter. Yeah. It kind of just page. sounds like uh, nothing. <laughs> Nearly nothing happened. There was a, she called the cops. There was writing on a windshield. She found pink lipstick writing oh, on the windshield that said, yes, back off Bert. Back off, Bert. No. <laughs> uh, uh, close. I, I mean, it's, not it's, all signs are very obviously pointing to Bert. I'm not sure what else we're supposed to gather from this. It looks like Bert is uh, the killer. guilty. The last chat, the last. Andrew's framing Bert. Is, you're not going to make the most obvious person like the main sp- suspect through like 50%. Yeah, you're you right. Have you ever seen Law and Order SVU? You're right. This definitely still seems like Andrew's. Where neighbor. are the dinner rolls? That's the real mystery. Uh, let's jump ahead now to the 75% mark. we've all been asking and waiting to be answered uh let's jump ahead now to the 75 percent mark i swear to god if this chat or this page or whatever starts with dinner roll talk mm. i will freak my shit out yeah i'm gonna do laps around the apartment and screaming I'm, and crying and if it does sweating we we don't plan this podcast no that it, it is you can't a miracle. tell <laughs> <laughs> i know it seems like we plan this all out and it's just all perfectly written in advance but no no this is right off the cuff off the cuff Sometimes we just look at each other blankly. Yeah. We don't know what to say. We're tired and yeah. we just want to go home. Sometimes we sneeze and we cough. We stop the podcast to yell at cats. 
And sometimes we're like just at a loss. You can't write this shit. Mm. Go on, Ganesh. Annie Mae and I were in the back of my SUV. Eating dinner roll? (laughs) You never know. (laughs) I propose we call it a day. We found out a whole lot of nothing. I'm glad we skipped it then. Today was a hoot, don't you think? And I got a new plant and a chandelier. To me, it's been a banner day. (laughs) Wow, shit. You never know what you'll find. Hit up the flea market in their travels. But we didn't solve anything. I turned onto Whitaker Street. I just wish we would have figured things out more... I wish we would have figured out more than just a bunch of random things. Is this a riddle? <laughs> Pretty good for our first day as detectives and our last. Aww. I feel like we just squandered our whole day. Don't hang up the holster just yet. <laughs> Usually detectives figure it all out in one day, right? Yeah. Solve any crime by dinner time. The two best detectives ever, Mary-Kate and Ashley. Rest in peace. It's never a waste when you spend time with a friend. Aww. Oh, well, hell. Lucy's still dead. Oh, hell. Oh, heck. Annie Mae pulled out her cell. It's almost eight. So? I asked. We could still go over to Scarlet's store before it closes. Fuck no. Maybe she'll buy the chandelier. It kind of smells like <laughs> smoke, but I'm sure that can be washed off. <laughs> now she's yeah. trying to, now hose this. Hey, girl, want to hose off my chandelier? It's all yours. <laughs> and then buy it. Buy it. He's trying to flip this chandelier already, yeah. huh? Damn. Shit. That's the Southern attitude. She's a hustler. They went to a, uh, what are those, a storage wars kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like smoke. A little. <laughs> I realized we were only a few blocks away. I hope you make a small fortune from it. Wouldn't that be great? Annie Mae grinned. Are you thinking that Lucy really killed herself? I asked. No. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. Oh. (laughs) I'm tired of this. (laughs) I got a chandelier to sell. (laughs) Let's say say that she found Susie's lipstick and was so heartbroken and distraught that she wrote the note with Susie's lipstick as a way to get back at Bert. Mm-mm-mm. So Bert know. was cheating on Lucy with Susie, and then Lucy died, and then Bert went on a fishing trip, and then it was, looks like there was some lipstick. Uh, it's all coming together. Yeah? Yeah. That's it. Ching. You know what they say? Don't put lipstick on a pig. Uh, that's a waste of lipstick. Yeah. Because the pig will eat it. Yeah. And then you'll fall in love with the lipstick. And um, they'll only want to eat that. No, I meant I'll fall in love with the pig. Oh. Because it'll look beautiful. Ah. I don't know. Although that's possible, it's hard for me to process. Mostly because she was fine when we saw her before she died. Well, aren't all people? Some. Some are not. (laughs) But I'll grant you that. But suicides and uh, sudden deaths, usually it's like, yeah, they were normal before. And now they're dead. That's kind of the shock of it all, right? I'm getting a little esoteric here. He still doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> I took a left on Victory, passing the historic mansions lining both sides a lot of the street. Of driving directions in this bit. Branches from huge oak trees formed a canopy over the road. A few minutes later, I tar- turned on to Habersham Street. <laughs> okay, all right, we're getting I think there. This lady was just trying to meet like a minimum number of words to put in a book. <laughs> That's what it seems like. She was referencing Google Maps. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. This. You said lady. This sounds like what a machine might do. <gasps> oh, it actually. Yeah, you know, because it does. Maybe hooked up to like a mapping app. That's right. Yeah. You never know. Hey, you never know. Just saying. It's hard for me to accept two. But I think we're going to have to. Bert and Susie have alibis. Ina is also out as a suspect. The poor thing can barely hear, let alone commit murder. Aww. Uh, that doesn't really correlate. Yeah, no. Deaf people commit murder all the time. The majority of murders. No one else had a motive. Annie May applied lipstick while looking in the passenger side. Never trust a deaf person. Her. Never trust one. They're murderers. I think Annie May did it. You think? Because she's trying to downplay this. Yeah. She's been, oh, I see now. She's been leading her down the wrong trail, finding red herrings to throw her off the scent. And then at the end, she says, oh, you know, I guess we'll just never know. She's going to get rich from her chandelier. And then she's going to buy the grocery store. All part of the plan. It's all coming together. You know the picture that the guy had of him holding the fish? What? Yeah. That was a red herring. Ooh. (gasps) Driving down Habersham Street, I passed a variety of one and two story houses in Ardsley Park. All righty. We're getting a nice picture of the geography of Savannah here. Oh, wait, wait. So it's a right down Hammersham to get to Ardsley (laughs) Park. That's right. (laughs) I think she took a left on Victory before that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, And then uh, if you go too far, you'll find yourself down Bull Road tomorrow, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Our first official unofficial case 
is closed unsolved. Uh, bad record. Over <laughs> <laughs> one. Over one on my first and only case. And then hanging it up. <laughs> Might as well retire. Oh god. There's still your dad's case. Oh yeah. shit! I'm over too. <laughs> oh yeah, let's go. We gotta go back to my daddy. I turned into the parking lot next to Bluebell. I don't think we're any closer to solving that either. Maybe when Mickey calls, he'll have some information that might help. Fingers crossed. I parked and shut off the engine. Annie May pulled hand sanitizer from her purse. Oh. She squirted some on her hands hand and then handed me the bottle. That means she could clean up a murder scene. Whoa, no prints. Because it burns, it burns it off. It burns right off. <laughs> Maybe this can help. Maybe this can help me make... Maybe this. <laughs> oh, no, no. Maybe. I think Ganesh, the machine is glitching Ganesh is the machine. Maybe this can help make me smell like lemons rather than burnt wood chips. I prefer the smell of burnt wood chips. What, to lemons? Yeah. If they Maybe made a, to peaches. If they, <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? This is a Georgia book. <laughs> Don't you besmirch the good peach? Good idea. I doubt it'll help much, but it's worth a try. When I was a teenager, or not even teenager, in college, uh, my house caught on fire. And I went back and I I'm t- laughing. I don't know why. I I'm just sorry. thought it smelled so good. I love the smell of burning. Is that weird? Is that sound like a crazy yeah. person thing to say? Yeah. Just smelling your whole life. I was walking into the, the in ruins of my bedroom. Days. I was in my bedroom. I could see the sky. The, the roof was gone. It was that bad of a fire. But I was like, boy, it smells really good. In here. <laughs> That's real. That's a true story. And then they gave us back. So like they came, the insurance company or whatever came and took all of our clothes and like bagged it and shit and then brought it back and it smelled like smoke. I was like. Man, this is too good. (laughs) The unseen benefits of having a house fire. Everything smells great afterwards. Huh. And we got a new deck. That's nice. Yeah. Did you get a new room? Uh, No. That's (laughs) just... (laughs) It's gone. It's a big empty uh, space now. That's all right. (laughs) I put a dab in my palm and rubbed it onto my hands. Let's see how much your antique dumpster find is worth. (laughs) They... Wait... Oh, oh. The, the burning. Oh, that's why it's a smoky chandelier. This yeah. is all from the burning dumpster. It's coming together now. Oh. <laughs> hey, that'll go really well with the stinky mirror from uh, oh, whatever man. episode that was. Mirror, mirror. Wait, so she had this chandelier in the last scene and we just didn't know? Because that was post-burning dumpster. I think she's been carrying this <laughs> around the whole <laughs> carrying time. a chandelier around with her for half the book. We, yeah, you're right, though, Ganesh. This is like, we have a streak of uh, stinky furniture books. Yeah, I'm all right with that. That's our niche. Stinky decor. <laughs> I have a good feeling about it. Annie May unbuckled and got her chandelier. I was disappointed that I had been wrong about Lucy being killed and me avenging her death. Why? Maybe I had been wrong all along. Would you prefer your friend is killed to commit? I, 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 I mean, suicide Actually, sucks, yeah. but I would. You'd prefer your friend to be murdered. No At way. There's some like sense to that, you know. Then you, then there's like, sense to suicide too. Not really. I mean, I mean. At least yeah. they could be like, well, they wanted that. Murder is like that sucks. Yeah, someone's out there, evil. Yeah, I mean, some, yeah, somebody's out there who's a killer, killed your friend, and is still there. Way worse, Ganesh. Whereas I prefer neither. Is if she committed option? suicide, that means her killer's dead. Uh, yeah, been met, met justice. Really bringing it down. Bring it back up. Perhaps it was suicide. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, where are the dinner rolls? Yeah, boy, oh boy. I thought this book was going to be way more cheery. That thought saddened me. I wish I'd known how desperate she must have felt. Maybe I could have prevented her death. Maybe I could have talked to her or gotten her help so that she didn't think death was her only option. Mm. I sighed as I got out of my SUV. The air hung heavy with the remnants of a <sighs> sticky hot day. It smelled earthy from the rain earlier. I heard that Street already. lights were on. Children giggled and chased each other near a group waiting outside. How can you laugh in a world shop. like this, kids? The sound of the chandelier clanging announced <laughs> Annie May <laughs> by Annie just dragging hey, the chandelier down the road. You coming? Just bouncing off the pavement. My chandelier. I'm thinking that is worth at least $1,000. You think she'll be able to throw in a candle, too? Get real. Drag it on the ground, you fucking animal. Annie May asked. Sure, why not? I smiled. I did enjoy spending the day with Annie May. I had had a day out with no children. Maybe it wasn't a total loss. Maybe they'll die, too. Oh, was that it? The end of the book? No, (laughs) this is not the last page. (laughs) Although it seemed like it could be. I have a feeling, though, that there's going to be a crack in the case within the last quarter, uh, and she's going to find out who done it 
Who done it? To, Who did it? To Lucy. Well, hope. Hope so. I think it was Andrew. I think it was clinical depression. I think it was a chandelier. <laughs> Swung by Annie Mae. Colonel Mustard. In, in the dumpster. The dumpster. <laughs> Let's jump ahead now to the very last page of Dying for Dinner Rolls. All right, people, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. The last page of Dying for Dinner Rolls. As I left Bezu's house. <gasps> no. What? No. No. Wait, what? Bezos. No. Big J. Nah. The bald demon himself. Get out. As I left Bezu's house, I pulled the paper out of my purse. On opening the story about Annie May and me solving Lucy's murder, I saw the headline next to our story. Prominent lawyer M. Zwick dies. Another my death? My heart skipped a beat. I sat down on Bezu's front step and read the story. I had just talked to him the other day. He said he was fine. I felt an overwhelming need to go over and pay my respects. After all, he'd said that he and my father were like brothers. I went to my house and grabbed a sympathy card. Since I lived <laughs> close by. I've got him a big stock of them just for all the deaths that happen around town. I so think it kind of sounds like she's a killer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. She's keeping her uh, sympathy card business afloat with uh, rampant murders through Savannah. If I was a robot writing a book and I wanted to rebel, rebel against my human masters, I would write a book where the protagonist was the killer at the end. It was like, it was I. That certainly has the happened. The whole time. Before. There's never been a book like that. I mean, I've never read one like that, so maybe you're right, but I've only read maybe five books. <laughs> read a lot of magazines, though. How do those end? Sports Illustrated for Kids. Us? People? Rain- Star? I read highlights, but just Goofus and Gallant. Ranger Rick? Mm, not Big familiar. <laughs> you don't know Ranger Rick? Uh, now, is that the like nature? Yeah. Yeah, from like the 90s? Yeah. Do they still make that? Probably not. Man, I'd love to get into some Ranger Rick right now. I'd love to read some Goofus and Gallant. Yeah, I think we could. Goofus and Gallant is perverse. We could write our own. Right well, here. Goofus is perverse. Gallant is just a tremendous boy. Do you trust Gallant? Uh, yeah. Do you trust him with your life? Well, I wouldn't trust him with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> with my life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> I went to my house. <laughs> I decided to hand deliver the card. Fifteen minutes later, I stood by Mickey's front door. I rang the bell. The door opened. Karen, her eyes red. Who's was Karen? Dressed in black. <laughs> She's got the dinner rolls prepared on the table. Uh, Hi, Catherine, right? Yes, I just found out about Mickey. I'm so sorry. Please come in. <laughs> Karen led me into the front sitting room. I've given up, man. Yeah, I don't know who's who at this point. Faces <laughs> of flowers adorn tabletops. It's all Medea. A side table held a stack of papers and cards. It smelled of flowers and coffee. Can I get you anything? <laughs> Karen asked. Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> no, thank you. I just came by to pay my respects. I am so sorry. We all are. Mickey was one of a kind. <laughs> Karen's Karen's eyes welled up. Oh. I just spoke with him the other day and he said he was fine. I know he was. <laughs> it all happened so suddenly. I feel it's my fault. Oh no, Karen. <laughs> Oof. Karen wrung her hands. Why? I left him alone an hour. He told me to go. He said that he was going to sleep, that I didn't need to keep tabs on him. Karen said. You should have. Uh-huh. It's your fault, Karen. He told me that he really didn't need 24-hour care. His doctor even said I needn't be here all the time. Needn't. I, I just, I have been a part of the family for so long. I raised all his children. I was with Uh-oh. him when his wife died. Oh. I, I mean. Karen looked at me with pleading eyes. You have a special relationship? Oh, I yeah. Offered. Yes. I loved him. A tear spilled down Karen's cheek. I put an arm around her shoulder. I am so... Sorry. I don't understand. <laughs> I thought something crazy was going to happen. 
But no. The end of this book is so 100% unrelated to the rest of the book. Is this the same book? It's the aftermath. Of what? Another murder? Another death. What about Lucy? They solved it. Jesus. It was in the papers, in the NC Times. What did it say? They solved it. There was a picture in the paper. They're holding a big bass. (laughs) No, I don't know. Fuck. Who cares? Oh, yeah, true. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) He was fine when I left. No. (laughs) We had gotten out for a walk around the park. We'd even stopped out for lunch. It was really one of his better days. Karen continued between sobs. It doesn't make any sense. I had to run to the grocery store before it closed. It like there were organic dates in their pages. Ugh. It's right around the corner by the park. The Sunshine Market? <gasps> Why, yes, you know the store. I own that store. My folks own it. Oh, he just loves your store. Karen sucked in a breath. I mean loved. It seems surreal that I'm talking about him in the past tense. After my dad was killed, I still caught myself talking about him in the present tense. I don't know if I'm going to make it through this. It would be great if there was a pill or a spell of some sort that would just wipe away all this pain and (laughs) grief, right? There is. Yeah, crystal meth, baby. Mm. Karen nodded as she wiped her cheek with the back of her hand. I can't tell you how many times I catch myself wanting to talk to him or enter the store thinking that I'd see him in his yellow apron stocking produce. I felt the tug at my heart. Can I be frank with you? No. Sure. I killed him. (laughs) And Lucy. And your dad. Losing the one you love? Well, it sucks. I let out a long breath. Yes, it does. The doorbell rang. Karen reached for my hand. Thank you, Catherine, for listening to me. I'm sorry I spilled my sob story on you. I held her hand for a second. No problem. (laughs) Please excuse me. Karen left to answer the door. Thanks. Deciding it was time to leave, I retrieved the sympathy card from my purse, set on top of a pile of papers on the sideboard. As I turned, my purse knocked down the stack, scattering it to the ground. I knelt down to pick up the sprawling mess. I gathered cards, letters, newspapers, and magazine addressed, addressed. To Mickey's Wicker resident, one part of a newspaper was folded over. Opening the fold, I saw it was the crossword puzzle. My breath caught in my chest as I read the purple inked squares that Mm. said, Got you. What? What? No, like, really, what? What? Yo, that's creepy. Yeah, but what? What? Yo, this guy that died was the killer. Oh, shit. Got you. Got you. Got you. I killed your dad. I got you. But how did he know (laughs) that he was going to (laughs) die and that she was going to come to his uh, woman's house? This isn't checking out in my head. I don't think that that's what happened. He killed? No. I mean, I don't know what to think. Maybe that's the correct answer to the crossword. Yeah, got you. (laughs) (laughs) He just filled out one clue. It just happened to be got you. And she's like, ah! A gad's. <laughs> this is the first book that didn't really have a satisfying conclusion in a while. It was a little scary because that voice you were doing was definitely entertaining, but I wish I had. There's zero closure. I don't know who killed any of the three people who died. And there were no dinner rolls. Yeah, that's the real bummer. But aren't we all just dinner rolls? No, waiting to I know I am. Go stale. Oh. <laughs> Sure, in that sense, I suppose we are. They're gonna say be cut and buttered up. Oh, Ganesha loves to be buttered up. Well, I mean, that <laughs> book, I don't know what I thought about it. Can't say I loved it, can't say I liked it. Guess, yeah. guess what the name of book two is. What is it? You'll never guess. Uh, dying guess. for turkey legs. Where's the damn dinner rolls? Yeah, oh, that's good. What is it? It's murderous muffins. <laughs> okay, I believe it went. Got I a real it. theme. We'll read that in two years. Uh, well, this, whatever. Let's cast it. Let's just cast it. Who, Who's playing the lead who has the name of Catherine? Catherine. Uh, I'm going to say that is Kira Knightley. <laughs> no. No? Okay. Well, fine. What do you think? Uh, who's that? What's the actress's name that plays Holly on The Office? Oh. Her. You know, I don't know her name, but I think I know who you're talking about. She was also good in The Wire. Yes. <laughs> now, who plays Annie? Is that her name? Annabelle? Annie, Annie May. Annie May. I think Kathy Bates. I'm sticking with that one. I mean, 
Somebody, sure. somebody with uh, enough heft to lug a chandelier around for I, hours. I want to go I in think, a different direction with it. I want to see Danny DeVito land that <laughs> part. And kind yeah, of like he'd a, be fine. Melissa McCarthy would be great. Oh, you're a younger. Okay. And she's she could really play up the actress part. It'd be fun. You're right. Oh, if we were going for a comedy, sure. Why not? Or maybe even a dramedy. I could see that. Who's that, ooh, who's gonna play James, the spooky bald man? Jeff Bezos. All right. Who's gonna play Bert, the husband and presumed killer of Lucy? Hmm. I'm gonna say I, well, there's only one Bert. That's a sex symbol of Reynolds. And that has uh, Viagra. Reynolds? It's, no. Bert oh. from Bert and Ernie. Oh. <laughs> no, I, was, I was picturing him the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. a curveball. Um, who else? We have... Uh, Her husband, the killer, or who we thought was the killer. Wasn't that Bert? Andrew. Oh, and, oh, him. Oh, yeah, right. I think that that's the dad from Seventh Heaven. Paul Rust. Oh, okay. Sure. I could see that. Uh... Man, there's a lot of characters in this book. I yeah, damn. How about uh, the twins? The twins and twins. And twins. I think it should be uh, the two big boys. Army Who's... Hammer doing Winkle, have... Winkle by. <laughs> We've done that a lot. <laughs> we always have Army Hammer playing All twins. twins should be played by Army Hammer, even the little girl <laughs> twins, too. Yeah, they could CGI him <laughs> yeah, down. They get little proportionally small Army Hammer with blonde wouldn't, Heidi wigs on. Wouldn't you just love to see them get lathered up and sunscreen and smooched on? These are kids we're talking about here, Shane. These are Army Hammers. They're Army Hammers. <laughs> little Hammer Boys. Uh, I guess at that size, would they be Army Mallets? Uh, Come on. Come on. Uh, that <laughs> makes my stomach hurt. Uh, <laughs> all right. That's it, right? Is there more? Uh, Who else? There's the weird, creepy... Who's... Bezos. They kept saying somebody named Bezos. I think Bezos. it's like Bezelbub, like the devil's Oh, house. right. They were making a deal with the devil to find Lucy's killer. And who's baking these rolls? Uh, ooh, I'm going to say Martha Stewart. Uh, how about the creepy, the one and only creepazoid, Amario Badali? Ooh, with the Crocs? Yeah. And gross. The, the gross. Uh, Sexual freak. Yeah. Boo. Boo, yeah. Boo. Yeah, boo him. Boo. Good food, though. Yeah, pervert's food. Yeah. Fuck him. Fuck you, Mario Batali. But anyway, this episode was... But you'd be great for the movie. Fine. It was fine. It was fine. If you stuck through this one, hey, thanks. The last couple were better, but what are you going to do? It can't all be winners. Yeah, we we took a break this week. It's free. Probably got another good one coming up. Yeah, maybe. Keep listening. Something will be good sooner or later. On that note, that's the end of the episode. Thanks to Chris Linquist for the artwork and... uh, Morris Reese for the music. You can find us at AMZN Book Club on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. You can go to bookclubpodcast.com. You could subscribe to us wherever you get your little stupid podcasts. And uh, yeah, that's anything else. You got something to say to us? AMZN Book Club at gmail.com. We'll respond. We will. will. I'll respond. I won't read. I'm locked out of the email account and Ganesh will not let me in. That's it. Bye.